0: Welcome to another podcast where we shine a spotlight on startup corporations at Infineon. I am Lamin Benhamdane, leading our startup corporation activities at the Infineon headquarter in Munich. And in this episode, we will talk about circuit breakers. Circuit breakers are basic components in electric grids. They are basically switches that interrupt currents to protect electronics or any electric equipment from overload or short circuits. They are basically switches made of mechanical components. And this has not changed a lot uh, since uh, the last 100 years. However, power electronics, semiconductors, and software have developed quite a lot. So the question is, how can we lift the circuit breaker to the IoT age? How can we build a smart device that is much faster, reliable and maintenance free? And this is exactly what the startup Blixt from Sweden has set out to do. So I'm happy to welcome to the podcast Jens-Peter Schroer, he's the CTO of Blixt. Jens has a solid uh, software background. But he told me that working only with software is very boring. So he decided to join a hardware company uh, called Blixt. But even there, he admits that software is playing a crucial role for the product. And I also welcome Peter Slama, a senior manager for marketing and business development at Infineon. He's based in Villach, Austria. Uh, He's a a veteran in the semiconductor industry, I would say, Uh, has been with Infineon since 2004 in various roles in automotive sensors. Uh, But most recently, he is responsible for high voltage conversion applications in the power sensor and system division. So welcome, Jens and Peter. Jens, uh, first question to you. Why do we need a new kind of circuit breaker? Um, I mean, even if the, the, the existing version of a circuit breaker, it may not be perfect, but it has worked very
1: well in the past. So why do we need something new? I think the easiest way to understand this is by starting looking at the existing breakers. As you said, the mechanical devices, they're separate physically, the conductive path. But that also means, you know, when you, when you move something, so if you mechanically move something, it takes a long time certainly in scales of electricity flows. So even the fastest circuit breakers can you know, can open up the conductive path only within a millisecond. Now, if you take, for example, now the case of a short circuit, what happens in this time frame is you have a huge current rush going through down to the load or due to the short circuit. And during that time, the breaker is trying to open when it detects this. So there's several issues here. So number one is when you separate the current path with high voltage, high current flowing through, you have something called an arc happening. So there's like the two contexts, uh, there's an electrical current from between and they're basically creating an arc. And that's a, it's a high temperature piece, a um, lot of energy in there. And that in the worst case scenario can cause an arc fault blowout and cause a fire. So that's one thing that has to happen inside the circuit breakers that it dealt with. On top of that, if you look at it from the system point of view, uh, so from the grid scale point of view, this means that upscale systems so you know we're talking transformer station etc they have to be already dimensioned to take into account that a short circuit could happen somewhere or at several places at the same time downstream. so they're over dimensioned they have to over dimension the grid in order to take care of this and that means there's a lot of you know additional money that goes into resources etc. Now where we're moving away from a centralized grid to a decentralized grid meaning we're having also you know, power uh, production in, in residential areas, et cetera. it's so not only the, the centralized in what we used to have. Another part comes into play here where um, we also want to be able to shift peak loads at times. So we don't have to overdimension the grid anymore to handle these high peaks that now come from, from load spectrums. And for that, we need additional equipment. You know, we need devices that measure, devices that can be programmed to do something or remote controlled as well. And in the old-fashioned architecture, you have to put additional bits and pieces there. So this means for electronic device, you know, that's there's, there's where the advantages really come in because it can start with number one, electronics are much faster. On a semiconductor breaker, you break or you interrupt the current flow within nanoseconds compared to the milliseconds of mechanical devices. So from a grid perspective, uh, I know I don't have to over-dimension my grid anymore to handle, you know, potential thousands of amps flowing through this one in the worst case. It's just a couple of hundred, in the worst case that I'm dealing with. So the over is going away. At the same time, such a device, since it's electronic, it contains measurement of current and voltage. It has a microcontroller built in. You can, you know, you, you know in real time what's going on in the power flow, you can program it to do certain things, you can remote control it certain things as well. Um, it's like taking a load online or taking a load offline, depending as uh, as the situation in the grid is. So all of this one is basically the the old mechanical devices, even though they worked well up to now, are not really fit anymore to meet the demands and requirements of the new generation electrical production as we have. And uh, that is only now in the context of AC. I mean, when we also bring DC into the picture, it becomes even much more clear that we need, there's a need for speed that de- uh, mechanical devices cannot deliver for electrical safety.
0: So basically switching from a mechanical component to a solid state or semiconductor-based circuit breaker, yeah, offers tremendous advantages also for the next generation of infrastructure that, that we need, yeah. Peter um a, qu- a question to you so uh, this this uh, f- application field of uh, semiconductor based circuit breakers why is this important for Infineon we believe the potential
2: is huge so the solid state circuit breakers have the potential to really disrupt a, a multi billion euro market for circuit breakers and we truly believe that the replacement of electromechanical devices is becoming true now. Now it's the right time because of two reasons. On the one hand, as Jens just explained, there is a clear demand for smart solutions driven by the Requirements coming from the application throughout the transition towards renewable energies, and the technical advantages or of a solid state solutions are are evident on the other hand, our new semiconductor technologies make this feasible.
0: Can you summarize the scope of the
2: collaboration with Blixt I think Blixt really can contribute with, with their profound expertise in the area of solid state circuit breakers, including all aspects on system level. And we really see a tremendous opportunity with Blixt's system solution with the, with the circuit breaker that perfectly matches with our Infineon product portfolio, including power components, power supplies, microcontrollers, sensors, safety and security devices, and IoT functionality. So this, this seems to be a really good match. And through this collaboration with Blix, we can further accelerate this technology transition and expedite the time to market for solid state circuit breaker solutions. Uh, so we want to jointly develop and, and shape
0: this new market. Jens, from, from your perspective, uh, w- what's the biggest benefit for Blixt to work with uh, Infineon?
1: For solid-state circuit breakers, one of the core technologies, as Peter has said, is uh, obviously the power MOSFETs. So that's one of the biggest component parts there. Uh, there's also auxiliary circuitry, like current sensing, so that's also needed, but the, we have the power muscles are one of the, the big parts there. So to work with a partner, or with Infineon especially here, who are experts in this field is uh, it's very helpful, especially in designs, but also have the bi-directional dialogue, with Peter and his team about things that we see that we could use or that would be useful for this technology field or for this application field that could potentially add it on the semiconductor side on the power MOSFET side directly into the devices is very helpful because after all if you look at the market size we're dealing dealing here with a you know million devices market I mean the biggest circuit breaker producers they do several hundred millions per year that they produce so it's it's a real volume market here and. Uh, there it does make sense also to see bring certain features and functionality into semiconductor directly themselves but also then discuss around what still can be done what can be done more in integration what can we you know build as, as specific components for it simply also because to make these devices you know as cheap as possible and as, as manufacturable as possible as automation to just to get the cost of the whole thing down and that's where infinite brings a lot of expertise in how can the components be shaped what can be done there to put this into into the right component levels to be able to build to achieve this new high volume product for these solid state circuit breakers
0: so you basically benefit from the technical expertise, the product expertise to basically also optimize your, your system design yourself. And also um, I, I heard that we we now started um, discussions of having an official partnership, which would give you also basically a push on, on the marketing side that we, we do some marketing activities together, right? Exactly,
1: exactly. That on top of that, obviously, you know, so that's mm-hmm. also uh, in Finland, obviously, as a brand means also a lot, right? So especially to a small company like us, who is basically not really known so far, having uh, being able to team up there with with a big known and very strong brand like Infineon is obviously also very helpful. So it means in approaching potential customers or approaching projects or applying for funding as well. So that's um, also a big, big benefit there really of where teaming up is really coming up. like It's a win-win situation in a way.
0: Peter from from your perspective i mean it's it's um, i mean you briefly hinted it but it's um, of course a corporation is about win-win uh, situations for all parties now fr- from your perspective from Infineon's perspective what's what's the biggest benefit working with a small startup like like Blixt in this area of solid state circuit breakers
2: Blixt has obviously proven their competence with respect to developing and delivering st- strong, trustworthy solutions, especially for new emerging technologies and bringing innovative ideas and application fields related to solid circuit breakers also into the market. Working together includes direct support that Blixt receives from Infineon on the one side, but on the on the other side, on engineering level, it's a very fruitful exchange and direct link between Infineon's expertise on uh, product level and the system level experts on Blickside, And this is a perfect fit and also perfect in line with Infineon's holistic product-to-system P2S
0: approach. Basically, we we learn a lot with this cooperation about on, on system levels, um, um, on, on on also getting product feedback and optimizing our product. As also Jens briefly hinted, yeah, it's it's uh, it seems to be quite an open co-development relationship. Yeah. Looking ahead into the future, um, in two years, Jens, um, and maybe Peter can compliment uh, from his point of view. But in two years, what do you have uh, achieved ideally?
1: especially in, in looking how we are working closer now with it within as well i really uh, think that we within the 2 years time frame that we are much closer to the mass product mass volume product actually also, there is a lot of happening right now on the certification side, which is one of the bigger blockers in this market. So that I would expect that within the two years time frame, we have, you know, the components ready and the system level ready for uh, a solid-state circuit breaker that meets the mass volume demands and also these new certifications for that market as well. Um, and that's obviously in close collaboration with Infineon.
0: Peter, anything from your side you, you want to add? Yes.
2: I just also can say that a successful launch of the first generation of this co-development of the solid state circuit breaker system solution would be great. And of course, based on that, we, we will gain and we will achieve further further learnings. And then based on this first uh, generation, we will already uh, plan and schedule the next steps for improvement. So improving the, the system performance, enrichment of the feature set, and further optimize uh, the system cost. And I think, as Jens said, this new certification standard dedicated to solid-state circuit breakers is all also very, very welcome and will, I guess, support in general these uh, solid-state solutions.
0: That's exciting, yeah. So we will have, uh, looking forward to have a <coughs> a mass market ready product. Jens and Peter, thanks. Thanks a lot for these insights into our cooperation. And I'm really looking forward that these new products from Blixt will be available in the market soon. And that will enable the the transition to a more energy efficient future and uh, decentralized energy generation. I think it's also a very good example of how startup corporations at Infineon develop from from first steps of a technical cooperation to to an official go-to-market partnership. It's a very nice example. So if you want to know more about Blixt, go also to their webpage, blixt.tech. And uh, yeah, if you uh, listen to this episode and are motivated to work with startups um, in your area of activity, dear Infineon colleagues, please get in touch with me. And if uh, a startup hears the podcast and uh, you think that uh, Infineon could be the ideal partner for you, please also get in touch. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And yeah, stay tuned for the next episodes in this podcast series. Thanks a lot and bye-bye.